There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. And shine, St. Louis. It's the morning after on KPN TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the morning after STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis for listening to TMA. From the McLoe Ultra Studios. How you like that? I'm trying, I'm trying new things. Yesterday it was a rat-a-tat-tat type delivery. Today it's a very dramatic pause. Yeah. Mid-sentence. I wonder how that worked. Your thoughts? 314-881-TMA5. Those are the EDF group. Text inbox numbers, uh, and then also you can call them. We're going to do phone calls on Wednesday. That's something that we have talked with our consultants about, and they think that really works. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, the number is 636-9004-TMA. So just we'll load up the phone lines, and we'll take your emails for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. This is the Munganass St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Get in the YouTube today and uh, and see what's doing. Is anybody in there? Oh, Jake is in there, and he says, hi, Tim. Who is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Be able to pick somebody up if you're in there. You think it's like a singles bar, yeah, like could, Tinder? It could be. Like Bumble? But there's no women in there. Well, it says you. Guys pretending to be women. Yeah. Well, so that like, doesn't pick count. Them, pick them up. It's good enough for our audience. Uh, like well, if I were enough. to do a sports show, and I guess theoretically I do, but it's more kind of just Jackson asking questions to try to engage my synapses. Is that what okay. it is? I don't know what you're engaging. I have no idea what the hell you would talk about. Like, hey, Doug, here it is. I'm going to the STL Today homepage right now. St. Louis Post-Dispatch to you, Russ. 7.10 a.m., okay. October 18th, 2023. The big story, high school athletes of the week, October 18th, 2023. That's, the, that's got the big real estate. Wow. Uh, then in the smaller boxes, Blues defenseman Colton Pareko, awesome all around in first two games of the season. Under that, Cardinals prospect, Takorobi K6 allows two runs and three frames of his fall league start. That's yeah. what people are talking about around town, the Arizona Fall League. Nothing about uh, Molina maybe coaching next year? Not not so far. Well, Gordo, failure of Braves-Dodgers underscores unpredictability of playoff baseball. Under that, join Blues beat writer Matthew DeFranks for his live chat at one Wednesday. And that's right. Marlins face front office upheaval despite breakthrough success. And then under that, Thomas Ostrock is getting comfortable in America as he and his game adapt. And there it is. There's your St. Louis sports scene. And mm. route to Youngstown. We're really watching it burn slow, aren't we? Just like <laughs> the town, you mean? That's a little barrel fire. Yeah. I thought there'd be a huge discussion on 
squash and flag football being in the Olympics next year. How are the sports? Are they great? Mm. Squash? Mm. Learn. I don't know about that. You think a lot of people have opinions on squash? Lacrosse, I do believe, has entered the conversation as well. Squash and flag football. Do we need more sports in the Olympics? I'm going to touch my mic. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, is that high risk after yesterday's debacle? a double-hander. I guess they can play more sports. Who does it hurt? Tim, are you doing that whisper ad in a voice disguise? Doug, what does that mean? That's from the angel I, the morning after. I just browsed into the EDF group text inbox. I whisper is J- Jackson, isn't it? J- I know Jackson. You do it on 101. Yeah. Are you doing this? <laughs> are you doing this one? Are you doing an impression of me when you do a whisper live read, or is it not you? I don't hear it. The, the one. Hell, on, I don't know. The recorded, I'm listening to podcasts. The recorded the one on. I don't know. You see the angel of the morning after his text? Oh, yeah. That's our. That's the voiceover guy who works here. Oh, nice. Neither Tim or I. Bill. Uh, I hmm. think it's Drew. Drew. Been around forever. Great voiceover guy. How about that, Doug? Drew. Okay. I think he was the one came in in like 40 years. Right. No, different Drew. Oh, wow. Okay. Two Drews. Okay, not the same one. Mind blown. Only been here. What? This is for the pale. O'Connell Burger is trash and isn't anywhere close to the max local eats. How dare you? That's from Mr. Siders. Huh. You have an opinion that's different than mine. You how da- how dare like you? <laughs> how dare you like what I don't like? What is this impression you're doing? I, that's I an impression. Like that. I know that's, that's an impression. It's anytime you give an opinion on something and, and like someone disagrees or you leave something off that, mm-hmm. that they like, it's like you don't like what I like. But there's an with... impression again. Mm-hmm. Who is that you're doing? Kind of whiny. You've got to end it with it. <laughs> I was trying to avoid that, but that's like the thing, man. It's like I like the burger. O'Connell's makes a great burger. It's a great burger. It's a great burger. I so know. okay, so Mr. Sires crap on everybody else now because they like O'Connell's burger. You know what you gotta do? So silly. He's been texting that in for like three, four straight days. Oh, is that right? Lucky. And I finally read it. Yeah. Like As a- we know, I only read the texts of my friends from St. Louis. You high? Hmm. It's been the policy of right. the show since aught four. Right. Cider slipped through. You think no. maybe Ciders works at this other burger joint? Ooh, Bill. I love Max Local Yeah, Max too. is the bee's knees. We don't have to have burger wars break out. What about radio wars? Uh, those are great. Mm-hmm. We should start one. O'Connell's has that roast beef. They got the wings on Sunday. I think the gumbo on Tuesday or Wednesday. They have a lot of fire menu items. I don't even go for their burger anymore because I've had it so much. The what? onion rings with their Mayfair oh, dressing. Bill. Hello, Bill. What, Bill, I'm home. whenever I go out to eat, I almost never order the hamburger. Well, that'd, be like the, that'd be like the last thing I would order. That'd be like why, why are you uh, hating on people who order hamburgers, Brad? Well, you can do it, but don't you like a little more upscale food if you're going to go out and eat? Whoa. Well, there's some people wow. that go to places just Welcome for Welcome to Team Unrelatable. Sorry, we I don't get I have your lamb table ready for you. This yeah. isn't a dining room where you make a reservation. It's a four-course meal. Some place you just go for a good burger. I don't. Let me guess. A bottle of 64 and a scallop risotto for Douglas Evan Bonds. No. Scall- yeah, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> oh, actually. scallop risotto don't play. Bartolino's, what's up? I just don't. Unlike most people, I just don't get excited about ground beef patty. <laughs> you go to Carl's. I understand that when you put it in that way. You go to Carl's, you ask him for snapper? Well, Carl's is fast food. Whoa. Well, what do you think O'Connell's is? I don't think O'Connell's is fast food. That's a sit-down Well, you can sit down at Carl's. Carl's ain't no fast food. We need to really have, we need to go in depth on this. Sounds like we have to have a you show meeting. Carl's isn't fast food? Hell no. No, you sit there and eat. Zero drive through if, I mean, they're, if they're busy, it's far from fast. Hmm. Oh, that's a delicious treat. 
Thank you, Tim. <laughs> AMDG above all. That's from Little Tommy Tribbins. Little Tommy Tribbins is you high? I don't know. I thought he was like six and had a tricycle. He's already gone through the University High School? Huh. He's advanced. He's a British. Yeah. surprise me. Oh. Second day I've sent it, Seven Iron Boy. That's from Mr. Siders, mm-hmm. who's not happy. Block game. All right, let's uh, let's do some forensic. Oh, the problem is, Doug, oh, we can man. go through text history. <laughs> and this is, I believe, why Brian Hoffman gave the gentleman at KFNS the title Big Racist. <laughs> hey, bitch boy virgin, your burger at O'Connell's take is trash. How can you say it was better than Max? That was Monday at 8.19. He also sent in something similar on Monday at 9.46. It is now Wednesday, so that is the third straight day. You sent it in because Tuesday did this. Who in the world would get upset over someone liking a hamburger at a local restaurant? I rip off a Santa belt <laughs> and start to flick that crusty beef rack. Okay. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I, there, <laughs> we don't need to hate everything. Of all things to be upset about. This has really got me. Jackson <laughs> likes a certain hamburger. Right. I can't, I can't hold it in any longer. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you didn't like it, like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Well, you can go to work now and tell everybody Tim read your text. Is that what the goal was for Mr. Siders? I'm sure. I met Mr. Siders at the Ascension with his lovely bride, Doug. Really? I'm yeah. sure he's an, a wonderful guy in person and very nice. I just uh, I don't get the, uh, you know, some people act differently via text. Mm-hmm. George Carlin, Doug, had the groups of people theory. He said he loves people individually, but right. when they start to come together in groups, even just two... He then he then loathes them. Oh, yeah. they hype each other up. It's like, oh, sweet, somebody actually thinks I'm cool. Never underestimate the stupidity of people in a large group. Wow, I believe that's what he said. <clears throat> Can I make a T-shirt out of that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, some, I think we're going to have a brand new. Some people like things, and some, some people, people don't, don't like them. other things. Yes. Courtesy of the great Mike Flanagan, I believe. Did he drop that off today? He said he was coming by today, but I, it's obviously super early. I haven't seen a package. You haven't seen him. I don't know. Yeah, bowling tournament over the weekend he was streaming is that right how'd it go lucky uh congratulations to i believe guppy troops kid kyle troop and his guppy troops kid the ones that text name kyle troop yeah guppy troop kid <laughs> at first base let me just uh send something to bill for a second then i'll be okay. with you i think that's like one of the original francesa that we played <laughs> at least one of the first ones yeah i think flanagan put some more terms than the pba does Okay. <laughs> bowling, is, bowling is, talk out of the way. Is Guppy Troop still active? How old would he be? He doesn't bowl, but he goes and follows his kid every once in a while and watches tournaments. Does he? How do you get the name Guppy? Good question. I don't know. I know he gave me a pair of shoes one time. One of his shoes has got little guppies thrown on him. Sick. Little fish. Yeah. Maryland should have been better. They had some injuries. Uh, they're hot and cold. <laughs> you could literally say that about anything uh, yep. on any franchise. Why even bother attempting to analyze the Terps? And Doug, unless we're talking about the 2002 team, was that Juan Dixon? I don't know. And oh, they yes. beat Mike Davis in Indiana. Really surprising for Mike Davis to get there in the first place. He took over Bobby Knight. Uh, but, hey, uh, Missouri was on the, the doorstep. Just couldn't hit their free throws at Borch against uh, Oklahoma. And don't forget about Steve Blake. Yeah, Wilcox down in the post. See, we're talking Terps. Talking Mar- Terps Maryland on Maryland for me is still Lefty Drussell yelling at people. 100%. What about Gary Williams? Gary Williams oh, is my era. Okay. That was Dick Vitale. Talking Terps yeah. on TMA. All right. Outside Terps. of the... Uh, 
like the Italian that I know Vital loved. I know he loved him some Well, Romero he taught you and... talk about Calivari and Vital, Enrique Petito, Itapiezo, Rigatoni, Veradero. Vacabo went better, though, when he was in his prime doing that, though. Like, I know it got kind of annoying when he was on air doing like on, like mm-hmm. a ba- calling a basketball game was tough to listen to but when he was had his little ESPN moments yeah that was a powerful silence from the show after Ken's attempted hijacking wow magical powerful lick me suck me and taste me <laughs> hey Doug that's from Brian Henschen and he yeah. is monitoring this Colts quarterback situation tough because it looks like Anthony Richardson is done for the year yeah what did I hijack uh, Brian the action's back. The Guppy Troop talk, I guess. You asked me, is he still active? I, yeah. And we brought up Mike Flanagan. Is he, did he drop his shirts off? I said, I know he's doing a bowling tournament over awesome. the weekend. <laughs> See? My God, I mean, I just, I don't just talk out of my ass. That fit like a glove. <laughs> <laughs> Better clip that one off. <laughs> it's the Mungan Ass 7 o'clock hour. Hello, friends, and welcome in for October 18th, 2023. Good morning, Jamie Burkhardt. Good morning, Clayton Patterson. Good morning, Peter Munganess. Good morning to all of our friends. Uh, Brian Saber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you for your shout on number four. Was it number four? What up, Guppy Call? Troop? <laughs> 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 it's Munganess St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. Even if you didn't get your car from there, you need to get it serviced. Go to stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com. And now you're taking care of the sponsors, but you're taking care of yourself because you're working with the best. And you can call or text the secret number for our listeners, which is 314 314- Two five two, zero zero, two nine. That's Monk and S. St. Louis Acura, Milton Toyota presenting sponsor of our seven o'clock hour here on TMA. Jackson, tell the people where they can wager this weekend because Missouri has taken on South Carolina, and now the line is moved up a little bit. Some people have it at seven. Some people have it at seven and a half. Oh, yeah, I think it opened up at eight. At Circa. Moving all around the place. Yeah, I think it opened up bigger, dropped down, and then uh, has come back up again. But either way, if you're looking to bet on Missouri or any college football this weekend, a little NFL, uh, maybe some hockey, you want to bet through the Circa Sports app, which, of course, is now available in Illinois. The world's largest sports book in Las Vegas has now come to Illinois. So if you live here in St. Louis, just make the short trip over the river. Or if you already live in Illinois... Just sign up for the Circus Sports app. The Circus Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service. And, of course, the Circus Sports app is now available in Illinois. So visit thecircusports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. I thought I saw Circus. I could be wrong. I saw an article this morning, and I thought it was Circa. A guy hit a uh, 10-team $250 parlay over the weekend. Jesus, really? For $199,000. Oh, wow, nice. Wow. Let me see. He needed Dallas to uh, I read that cover. as well. Um, that I I... was on... Boy, that was a sweat. What was the number? I think I had the chart. I just bet the Chargers money line because the number was one. I, I figured I'll just take and a half. Woo! Cats and dogs, half yeah. point for 200 k And he had the Raiders, who got a, a late sack... Like a minute left in the game to cover uh, a safety in the end zone for uh, two points. Station casinos better turns yeah. Monday night football winner to turn two hundred fifty dollars into two hundred k. 
so let's see. The gambler needs the Cowboys minus one and a half to beat the Chargers by two points or more on Monday Night Football to win the 799 to one long shot bet. The better hit the first nine legs of the parlay Sunday, including a miracle cover by the Raiders, a two-and-a-half-point favorite who were clinging to a 1917 lead over the Patriots in the final minutes when Max Crosby sacked Mac Jones for a safety. Oh, I didn't realize that. I had the Patriots plus three. I wasn't even watching. I just saw that they lost 21-17. I go, oh, that sucks. So they were losing 19-17, to and I lost on a safety. Mm-hmm. How's that feel? I mean, you know, two days, three days late. Yeah, you know. when you find out on Wednesday, probably yeah. not too bad. I mean, it's for the circa millions thing, and I've been yeah. mathematically eliminated. But I, if I had they covered, I would have gone three and two this week. But had my aunt had balls, she He'd would be, be more uncle. attractive. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Tim nailed it. Um, I bet they were offering him a nice little cash out there before that Monday night game. A little game. buyout? Yeah, a little buyout. Well, let's say I create a game okay. <laughs> where you get to pick five players tonight in the major leagues. All right, And if your five players, based on numeric totals, have better offensive numbers for the night than any other five players, you win $50,000. And the fee is $10 to get in. People will buy that. Yeah, They'll play it like crazy. It have been for 30 or 40 years. That ha- that, the only thing that, that, that has to be satire, right? I believe a lot of things. Like, <sighs> does he not know about... Well, how, old, how old was the clip? This is about four years yeah, old. Yeah, it was within the last four or five years. That is true. He didn't know anything at all about fantasy sports? He literally <laughs> thought he just came up with the idea if you didn't just hear it. <laughs> In his head, he's thinking about how many millions he's going to make. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds That's like me saying good. everybody steals my ideas, but I don't, there's no clips of me actually saying, what if you did this and it had already been like Mr. Skin? What if you put all these clips together of nudity in movies? Was that yeah. a forty-year-old virgin? Knocked up. Knocked up. I think ah, that would work. Ah. God, that is so good, Jonah Hill. <laughs> they all got pink eye. <laughs> 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 that movie. Oh man, you got to be really high to really, thoroughly enjoy that movie. I feel like. Guys, are you in the midst of radio wars with McGraw Millhaven? Doug, what does that mean? I don't know. I don't think we've ever Did brought up his name. Something? Do they have a Twitter account? They're on at the same time. They start an hour earlier. He's still doing his show? I believe yeah, so. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I literally just started an advertising campaign for Sound Story this week on his program. Sent the man money is what I did. So if anything, I would think that that would mean we're mm-hmm. on good terms. I don't understand. You think, yeah. Well, I'm sorry now that we're at war. Yeah, God. Uh, I need, need an explanation, if you would. Hey, Lex, what's it like being a real-life Wyatt from Ozark and only being able to narrow down your father to four men because your mom spent her early life on her back for a hit of crank? <laughs> Go back to where you are from, loser. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. Who is that aimed at? Uh, Mr. Lex. Oh. Yeah, you shouldn't bring family into it. <laughs> we didn't get very specific, really. Huh. I was interviewed to produce the McGraw Millhaven show one time. Doug? Okay. She said nice. that story. And what happened? She said it was overqualified. Sure. Ah, she did. The tales of <laughs> Commander McBrag. Can't, this can't no, be that a was, real No, that story. was what I was told. And I was thinking, all right, well, so what, what are you looking for? You're looking for a crap producer to produce the show? How can he be overqualified to produce a show? I got a podcast that's in the top 50 in every country on the planet.
I think overqualified you means you wanted it. more money than what they were going to pay. That's overqualified. No, we haven't even talked salary. It was just after the interview, they brought me back in and said, you're overqualified. Well, maybe that was a nice way of saying they didn't really like you, but wanted to compliment you on the way out. Well, I think what it was is the executive producer was afraid that I was going to take her job. Oh, oh God. That's I mean, you know me. I want to get paid to do as little as possible. Mm-hmm. Like oh. Jeremiah Crow. Yeah. If you didn't want his chair, then that's a that, problem. That is a problem that we're going to have to deal with. You don't want my chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good. <laughs> and then John Carney wanted John Carney wanted me to produce his show, but and he didn't hire me because how overqualified were you on this job? He was ecstatic that I actually said I would do it. He goes, "You would really come over here and produce the show?" I go, "Yeah, I'd love to produce your show." Behold the inexplicable confidence of the Turbo Hoosier in all its glory. All hail Ken. Doug, that's from Arbor Day. Okay. Well, there wasn't a producer in the city that could touch me. <laughs> that's true back in the day. Uh, Doug, we have an explanation. Do you know Baloo the Bear? Yes. You do. Jungle Book. I worked with a guy in Columbia, Missouri, who I believe is a sports director now in Austin named Bob Lee. Oh. And they called him Baloo the Bear. Baloo the Bear. That's what oh, I was wondering okay. if that was in reference to. Yeah, that's what that would be. For. I haven't seen this gentleman text in before, or lady. He's saying, look for the bare necessities. Oh, the yeah. simple bare necessities. Played by Phil great. Harris. Yeah. Voice of Phil Harris. That's great. Uncle yeah. Phil, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. Well, R.I.P. Uh, heard McGraw's live read for Sound Story this morning. One of your listeners, I guess, texted him and said you didn't mention TMA and Tim McKernan. So my garage did said, yes, it's Tim McKernan's company. He's an advertiser. Doug, I'm going to read nice this garage. again. Mm. So my garage did say, yes, it's Tim McKernan's company. He's an advertiser. What is my garage? I don't know. Learn to spell before you <laughs> Doug, does your garage complaining. talk? You got talking garage. It, it, it makes noises sometimes, especially when the springs break. It's really loud. But you're gonna call in complaining, and you can't write a, a two sentence comment without just nonsense showing up. Don't you have autocorrect? It shows right there. That's probably yeah. what did it to him. But you gotta look God, at it before you so hit send. In the text inbox, oh. like they just. <laughs> It kind of loses some of the <laughs> some of the sting and luster of your biting comment when it's just gibberish. How do you know it's not his garage? Baloo the bear. Yeah, Doug, maybe he has a talking bear garage. Necessity. Forget about your worries and your strife. Bill Murray played uh, Baloo the bear in the remake. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good remake. Me and Madison watch it from time to time. No, I prefer the Phil Harris. I do too. It auto-corrected McGraw to garage. It's not that hard. It's from Beer Cats, and he's frustrated. Oh, you know what happens when you assume, Beer Cats. But we oh. don't listen to McGraw Millhaven. We're on the air, so we don't know what he's saying. How about you just look at it before you send it? It auto-corrected it, and then you hit send. If it auto-corrects, go back and correct it your own self. These then listeners don't give us an inch when we mess up. And then when they mess up, we're like, whoa, 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 it auto-corrected. <laughs> Pipe down. <laughs> and it wasn't even Beer Cats. It sent in the text. What are you correcting? <laughs> I don't even know who sent it in. Baloo the Bear, Doug. Are you familiar with Baloo the Bear? Yes, I am. Oh, it's the bear. Your worries and your strife. <laughs> well, I'm not mistaken. I don't think TMA has anything to do with balloon, with uh, Sound Story, does it? It does not. So why would he mention TMA if it's, if it's a Sound Story? Commercial? I don't know. I don't. That's the thing. I mean, I, I was really more focused on the talking garage, oh, yeah. honestly. I haven't gotten past that. 
I've gotten over that because I don't know what it means. The talking garage? I think I'd like a talking garage. Like, yeah, welcome, you, bad. welcome mm. you home. Like, hey, welcome home. Yeah. And it can go, the garage can go up and down and it looks like its lips are moving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not bad. Mm. This is fun. I think we started a new business yeah. again. I think, yeah, I think so. Skull F him, Plowsy. That's from Babe Truth. I'm not trying to skull F anybody. I think <laughs> I'd rather have a talking garage than like a talking refrigerator. I feel like a refrigerator gave a bit lippy. I yeah. got a question. Doug, it's an appliance question, but it can apply mm-hmm. to everyone in the dais and everyone in this wonderful audience, including those of you with talking garages. <laughs> we had our dishwasher go out. I talked yeah. about it when Appliance Discounters was the sponsor of the phone lines, 8 yeah. o'clock hour. Ooh, 8 o'clock hour. Yep. Um, and uh, I've been working with Appliance Discounters. John and Denise Bradley for... Mm-hmm. Years. They're yeah. Southside people, and uh, I live by the credo, keep my money in the community. It's always said, uh, preferably the credo. Irish community. Okay. That's just kind of a thing. It's gangs in New York down there. So I uh, got a new dishwasher from them, and it's, of course, not an appliance, just kind of reflection. When I go to empty out the dishwasher, which personally I think kind of violates the no manual labor rule mm-hmm. that I acquired in May of 1994 when I wore the white tuxedo at Powell Symphony Hall. But either way, uh, especially since my wife went to public Oh, God. Bless her heart. School. <laughs> she did the best she could. I agree. So I empty out the dishwasher. It's a sacrifice. I don't want the attention mm. to be on me, though. No. The dishes are sopping wet every yeah. morning. Yeah. Sopping wet. That's a problem with dishwashers. And so it turns out I hear tell that there is a brand that is actually famous for leaving the dishes sopping wet. Now, they'll clean them like the Dickens. Sure they will, yeah. They just don't dry them. But they just don't dry them. And I got to tell you, it kind of tilts me. And then last night, and I was thinking about thinking, uh, emailing John or Denise and saying, hey, I think maybe, that because we've only had it for, I don't know, eight months, nine months, I think maybe something's off with it. And then last night, there was a little, a little piddle puddle. And I'm not talking about Jackson down the hallway. No. Little puddle. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe there really is something wrong with this, which would restore my faith in this brand. Mm-hmm. I'm not naming the brand. It's because I could be wrong, and I don't want to uh, defame the brand because this is my own personal experience. But then my uh, one of my wife's friends, member of the Naughty Nine, Doug, uh, her mom, I guess, had some affiliation with uh, appliance companies and said, oh, that brand is famous for cleaning really well, but the never get it because it doesn't dry really well. Yeah. What, what is your uh, dishwasher situation? Uh, Are your dishes sopping wet? They're not sopping wet, but there's always a couple that I have to take a towel to. Mm-hmm. Like if you turn a coffee cup upside down, there'll be some water in the bottom of the coffee cup. You usually have to dry just a little bit, not a lot. They're not these are sopping. Sop, these are sopping, bro. No, these are sopping. Not there's something that. wrong with that then. Then there is, you think? Yeah, I have the same thing. And somebody told me there's some kind of liquid that you put in there that helps it. Oh, we do that once a month, baby. It, um, but it's not. It's like Doug said, a few drops like on the you know plate has a little indentation. You turn it over, you got to dry the bottom mm-hmm. of the plate. Ooh, caller Ellen knows what brand I'm talking about. Tight read. Yes, caller Ellen, to answer your question. That's the brand. Mr. Siders, no, that's not the brand. Uh, Tim, the only load you should be emptying is the one from you onto my back. Oh, gosh. That's the appliance repairman? I'm sure it's recovering alcoholic. Actually, it's no. 
Tim, just have one of the CBC grads come over and hand dry them plates. Problem solved, full stop. That's from the angel of the morning after. Yeah. You have any neighbors that are CBC grads? Oh, no. God, no. No. I've done well. Okay. That's a bad beat. I mean, the the whole purpose of a dishwasher is you don't have to wash your dishes, and you still have to take them out one by one and dry them. That's... I gotta be honest with you, because it's brand new. Now, if it were the one that we got when we moved into the house, they'd be like, ah, that's part of the deal. But this is brand new. And then, Doug, last night, leaking piddles, leaking piddles. Onto the floor? I. Well, you do have some problems there. Okay. At the very least, it's not supposed to leak on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Our fridge does. Uh, Cletus just said he could loan me his dishwasher. I'm sure Nancy won't mind. Oh. By looks of the bedroom, I'm guessing the dishwasher like is like one of those pails, just a pail of water and soap that you just throw them in there. I'm concerned the lemmings are now going to disconnect their own dishwashers and, and bring them to Tim's carport house village and throw hosannas at his feet. I have a frigid air dishwasher. Mine dries like the Dickens, piping hot. That's from Eric, and he's in the Central West End. Oh yeah. And you played Native American ball with this fire. I did. We called it Indian ball back then. Yeah. Tim, my dishwasher has a heated dry button that I have to press. That's from Herb's Hog. Yeah, we do the extra dry. You know what we didn't have when we played Indian ball? Dishwashers. <gasps> we did them by hand. Our mothers would make us do it right after dinner. By hand, we did them. That was the one kid would wash, one kid would dry. Oh, how we suffered. That was the girl's job. Guys, the boys had to take out trash. The girls did dishes. We did both. Both. I don't have a dishwasher, and I would say that it actually is more efficient for me because I just do it immediately after I'm done with the dish. You wind up using the same plate all the time? Basically. I'm a microwave-safe plate. Yeah, I just you clean eat, it. You clean it, and you dry it, and then yeah. you use it again the next time. For a time. single guy, it's easy. If there was family involved, that would be a real headache. But yeah. just for me, it's pretty easy. How about this from Dogtown Ty? Breaking news, Doug. That's what the show does, though. Well, yeah. We present a problem, and then the audience solves it while uh-huh. we sit here and nitwit around. Right. Tim, we just got a new one, and it doesn't dry as well as our old one. We were told that there are new government energy standards that don't allow them to dry as well as the old ones. When the hashtag load is done, we crack the door, and when we wake up, they are dry. Have to be done before you go to bed, though. That's from Dogtown Thai. Wow. Yeah, we have that. It's like the, like the uh, toilets in 2023 and maybe over the last decade or so don't have as much water as the old toilets, right. and that was a government thing. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you can hear it when somebody's having a recreational next door to us, sure you can. and they'll sit there and they'll flush yeah. a few times. Uh-huh, trying to get everything down. Yeah, but that all that water, like in the old school, it's like one of the big poops. You're getting splashed back. Oh. Mm. And you got the wink eye open, and it's like... You had water splashed all the way back up into your eye? No, I said the wink, like, you know, the t- pucker balloon knot. Oh! It's still oh, open. Ah! So that's an issue. Happy Larry David. Yeah, we crack. We do our dishwasher overnight, crack it in the morning. And really? That's I, the move? Then I put it away when I get home. Just leaving some air in there, dries it all out? Oh, Interesting. 100%, dude. I mean, okay, we well, that might tend to my issue. Day. Now, the leaking thing, yeah, I don't yeah, know. That's there. a bigger issue. Well, there, there has to be a public, a public high school kid or a CBC graduate or near graduate who can come over and get that taken care of. What about like a Vianney grad? Oh, yeah. That's what Arbor Day just said. I would trust a Vianney grad with your garbage disposal, maybe. <laughs> you think the CBC guy's the dishwasher? 
Probably. I didn't know there was a breakdown. Oh, you don't want them running heavy appliances. <laughs> Caller Ellen says to t- check my basement ceiling to make sure it's not coming through. I'm not trying to scare you. Well, yeah, if it's leaking on the kitchen floor. It was just a little piddle. Well, if there's any crack at all, water will find it. And it will destroy souls. Mm-hmm. It sure didn't come out when you opened the door and then you saw no, it. No, no. A lot of times I have some that will gather in the bottom, and then when I open the door, it kind of comes out a little bit. I, I told you years ago, I was upstairs uh, t- taking a shower while the kids were downstairs in the kitchen eating, and I had the faucet turned on where I was brushing my teeth and forgot to turn the faucet off. And meanwhile, the cat came and tried to get a drink of the water and somehow pressed the drain <laughs> shut Oh, Bill! while he was playing with the water. So the water was running out of the sink, and the drain was stuck. And I was in the shower and didn't realize it. Downstairs, <laughs> next floor below, water began leaking out of the light fixture above the kitchen table. <laughs> it trickled down through the floor into the light fixture and came out while they're eating. Oh, no. <laughs> they got water dripping on them from the light fixture. Did you get, like, a Lindbergh grad over the <laughs> oh, flyer season? <laughs> yes. That's scary because, God, oh. you don't want to touch that bowl. Or in the, that. Yeah, you don't know where that water's going, but it, if there's any crack anywhere, it'll find it. And you don't want to—you you think, hey, if I leave that light on after we get this all cleaned up, it'll yeah. catch on fire eventually, so you never want to turn that light on while you're gone. This is all good fodder for Renter's Roundtable. Yeah, mm-hmm. Renter's Roundtable, kind of a little teaser. Uh, both are easy to replace, Tim. Let me know if you need some help. Doug will tell you I'm gentle. That's from the 830 Recreator. Oh. Have you worked with the 830 Recreator? Uh, I have, yeah. And he is gentle. Well, I know I don't know about if he's gentle, but he can fix stuff like that. <laughs> really? Hell, I might have to talk to the 830 Recreator. Oh, yeah. I like a gentle it, lover. He'll get it fixed up for you. Wow. How about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my case, the family somehow blamed me for the leak <laughs> instead of the cat. John Vaughn. Right. They were all up in my grill. Is that when the cat ran away? That was, a, that was later. The cat was still there when he clogged my drain. But I'm sh- he got berated, so he ran away. Uh, no, he ran away because he didn't like that we took the dog on vacation with us. Personal. Yeah. Our rain shot craps over the weekend. I was going to repair it, but now that Tim also has a broken appliance, I'll probably leave it so I can be like him. That's from Joan Jett's Groping Hand. That's a massive lemming play. I want my dishwasher to leak, too. It's cool. Are the, are the cools getting electric ranges or gas ranges? Gas. I like a good range. Okay. I have electric, but I think gas, people seem to like gas better. Oh, hold on a second. Wow, how about this? As far as uh, radio wars, Doug, and there's nothing that's more 2023 than radio wars. And it's not hackneyed. I want to make that clear. Uh, the gentleman who reached out to McGraw-Millhaven this morning has sent me an email. Hey, Tim, listening to McGraw earlier, he mentioned that he was going to be a part of Sound Story. No mention of you or how it was your idea. I texted him to ask why there was no mention of you. He read my text on the air and then gave you full credit. Don't mess with us lemmings. That's Rich from Hazel. Oh, come on, Rich. It's just a a commercial. So a nothing story. (laughs) Rich is holding McGraw account. McGraw got berated via email. I, I mean, the great Peter he Rapp won. has been working on these commercials. Our general manager for Sound Story. Peace, man. And, uh, yeah, he is. 
and uh, in, in, the, in the bullet points, it doesn't mention me. Because here's, here's one of the reasons why. I don't think it helps. I think, if anything, it might have negative equity. So, hey, you know, it's a business that I may have founded, but we don't need to, like, note that. <laughs> that, that would be kind of <laughs> weird in the copy. I like the end of the copy, and it's like, and Found Tim it, founded this. Uh, <laughs> and that's just, like, the end. I, I'm not sure it helps sell people into Right. I mean, I mean 99% of the people on KTRS have no idea who I am. So who the hell cares? Is Chop Schroeder there? He would know. Is Chop Schroeder at KTRS? I don't know. I just is, wanted, is he at KTRS? I just oh, wanted he's... to say Chop Schroeder. <laughs> no, he's in the... I, know, I guess he's a broker. Maybe not a broker, but I think he works for AG... Or for... Is it AG Edwards? Could be. Edward hey, Jones? Edward Jones, something like that. All right. I don't think AG Edwards exists anymore. Well, I don't know. I tried searching Chops Ritter, and it, it didn't yield much. Chops yeah. Ritter got well, when he got hit in the stomach by Sam Sneed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how Sneed punched him. <laughs> Never live that one down. <laughs> Did you witness that? <laughs> yeah, but I think I said he punched somebody else. Or Did he punch Chops? Or it wasn't Chops? Or didn't Chops punch Sam Sneed? <laughs> I don't remember. I Doug, what 80-year-old do you most want to punch? <laughs> Good question. I think Ric Flair gave him a chop. Oh. That's right. I actually was there when I think it was Edge, or was it Christian? Edge or Christian? And they were used to be a tag team duo. Mm -hmm. And I do remember, I think it was Christian, who slapped him across the uh, chest. But I didn't see the Sam Sneed thing. Well, it wouldn't have to be a pro wrestler to hit you to hurt. If anybody slapped you across the chest, it would hurt. Maybe it was Sam Sneed punched me in the stomach. I'm 80. You don't remember Sam Sneed punching you in the stomach? No, I think it was the other way around. Somebody, you punched Sam Sneed? Somebody asked. Sam he probably Sneed, had it coming. Sam Sneed asked somebody to punch him in the stomach. Yeah, wasn't that it? Because he did a bunch of push-ups or something and thought he had this iron stomach. And I, I thought punch it was him. Gary Player. Gary Player's the one who does push-ups. He'll, like, too. scold you, too. Yeah. While you interview him, they'll ask you what you uh -huh. ate for the day and just start yelling at you. <laughs> Tim, if you need those dishes done, I'll send the wife over immediately. She help, will help you with your loads early and often. That's mm -hmm. from Scott's Wrinkle Pulse. Boy, you just tease the hell out of people, don't you? <laughs> hmm. Well, when you've got dishwasher problems, Mister, you've got problems that need tended to. Thank you, sir. Like, we True like, words have never been spoken. I feel like half of our dishes we hand wash, anyways, though. So we cook, and like most of our cooking, like our pans, our spatulas, and all that stuff, we clean by hand, and we have a lot of cups. That are non dishwasher safe. All of our straws are non dishwasher safe. How many straws are you using? We have 15. You're reusing oh, straws? 16. No, no they're done. like plastic. Like the metal like, ones? We have some metal with it, like a latex covering. We have some big, long, sturdy, like. You got a nice straw like game. Plastic. Are they for smoothies? Smoothies. Mm, uh, we have big Yeti that we like to have, you know, take ice waters on long trips. Oh, I get like you. That, so, yeah. I hear that. Now, my problem is, and I don't know why I don't go buy one. I always forget. But I don't have a lot of cupboard space and drawer space. Um, and the only drawer that I have that I can put, like, forks and knives in has other stuff in it, like my can opener and all this other stuff, a wisp. And it's not big, so I can't. If I put too much in it, it doesn't shut. So I have a tendency to have a dish towel on the uh, countertop. Mm -hmm. And as I undo the dishwasher, I have so many forks and things that ah, I just put them on the towel. So after a couple of weeks, look, the, the entire countertop where the towel is is just covered with dishes and cups and 
plates and forks and knives, and it looks stupid. I have no place to put them. I guess I could get one of those things you put up there that you can, like, plastic things that you... An organizer. Yeah. Because it looks, it looks very stupid, all these random forks and knives and cups just sitting on the countertop. Well, how much of that stuff do you need as a single guy? Don't yeah, you just I, need a few? I could probably get by with one fork and one knife. Probably, yeah. The story's brutal! It's from Big Tuft. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. I enjoyed your organizer story. What in the hell's a wisp? It's from Mr. 63011. He has a fast golf cart. You got a fast cart. Isn't that the you thing? like the Tracy Chapman version or the Luke Combs Luke version? Luke Combs. Oh, really? Yeah. But the Tracy Chapman one seemed more autobiographical, didn't well, it? Well, it was, but he was just kind of paying tribute to her. I, I think I read where she's... Made over half a million dollars by him re-singing well, I would have thought he made more since yeah. it was a... Well, that was was it a bigger hit for Luke Combs or Tracy Chapman Go? I think him. Well, really? It's got to be him because she really... I thought she won a Grammy for that. She did, but she I don't... But his song was she number didn't do one. She after that. Although that one she album... She said, Give Me One Reason, 1996. I hated that song. Is that 96, 95? I don't know I the like years, in... Tim. Columbia. Corby might have had a start that year, and then he had a better year in 97, Corby Jones. Mm -hmm. She had an album, and I can't remember the name of it. I don't think that was on there. I don't think Fast Car was on there. Might have been the one right after that. And I was sitting at the Hedonism hot tub one night. Put that off. <laughs> Here we go. And can't wait. Let's just settle in and listen <laughs> no, to a, a little tape. Pull up a chair, <laughs> children. A one. Um, but it's a very mellow album. Almost every, every song on it is really mellow. And uh, they have a speaker right by the hot tub. That he do. Yeah. And I was just sitting there relaxing, and this, they played the entire album. I guess it was probably a CD. That's a long time in the hot tub. I couldn't get out. I was just mesmerized by this one after another, this album. I just sat there for like an hour and ten minutes. Oh, it's supposed to be there like ten or fifteen minutes in a hot tub. Yeah, well, I sat there for over an hour. Wow. Just That's listening. Like a wrinkled prune. Oh, I could not imagine that mm. skin. Mm. You might even pass out. <laughs> Like that glaze on a turkey? Because I don't oh. think any of the songs on there really became hits, but it was just a very good album. I it just... also says you spent an hour and a half with no action at all at Hito while you were in a hot tub. Oh. Yeah, it was kind of early at night. It wasn't after midnight. Hey, guys, gather around. I have an unbelievable story. I have a lot of forks and cups. Yep, that's it. That's the story. It's from Scooter. <laughs> well, I was just telling you about the problem I had with everything up there. God mm. forbid you had to listen to it for 30 seconds. That was a sick text. <laughs> <laughs> nice him. story, you leather oh. mitt. We've heard it before. That's from Joe Boo's Rum. I've never told the, Chase, the Tracy Chapman listening in the hot tub before. Never. No. Death taxes and Iggy talking when I turn the show on. That's from caller Buzz, and he won the Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month in June. You cannot lose games in the NFL and still win. Think no, about that. You can't. <laughs> what were the? Is there video of the other analysts? <laughs> they're probably just like, stunned. They're a wide it. shot of yeah. just like some people going, uh-huh. Since we are the Caleb Williams station, you see this story where he wants partial ownership in any NFL team that drafts him? Is that real? That's what it says from Pro Football Talk. Are you serious? His representatives are making it known that Caleb is interested in an ownership stake in the team that selects him in 2024. That's insane. What that's, in the hell? That seems wild. I mean, that is... <laughs> no one. I enjoy talk that. of slippery slope because... Well, if we let him do this, then the next thing you know. But what in, why in the hell would an owner give up equity in his franchise? Well, he wouldn't. I guess you can, you can want it 
or uh, ask for it all you all you like. It doesn't mean you're going to get it. Aaron Rodgers uh, also attempted to secure equity during his contract discussions with the Jets, but the NFL stepped in to say that isn't allowed. And at least Aaron Rodgers has a track record mm-hmm. in the NFL. Right. I think this is a meta play, and I think I like what he's doing. <laughs> because he said all along, and his dad said as well, that it is much easier in the NFL to find a situation going as an undrafted free agent. Because you can do money in endorsement. Like oh, so you're saying he's putting something on the table that nobody will agree to, but if they do, great, and then he can be an undrafted free agent and then correct. go somewhere. Yeah. Wow, meta plowhawk, nice putting, observation. Or just putting red flags out the wazoo because mm-hmm. it's a deep quarterback class as well. So it's not like, you know, certainly he's one, he's in that top tier, but there's still a ton underneath of him with less headaches. Headache, quote-unquote. I think this is... A, throwing out intentional red flags to about 95% of the NFL teams. He goes undrafted. He gets signed as an undrafted free agent and signs like a $100 million endorsement deal to kind of make up for that salary Except loss. Except he probably won't, over. He won't go undrafted. Cor- he I might mean, not be picked early in the first round, but some team, along about the fifth, sixth, seventh round, they're going to say, we might as well claim him, have his rights, and yeah. someone will have to give up something to get him from us. Yeah, that's, that's true. But I think he's trying to play that game to where he, he wants to be a headache for the sake of, you know, especially the Bears, they can't yeah. draft a guy that's not going to want to be there. Yeah. He wants uh, to manipulate where he gets, yeah. where he gets to play. Uh, Eli Manning, Archie Manning, Chargers, Giants. That was huge. 2003? Mm-hmm. 2003? Yeah. I guess it worked four? out for him. Uh, Aaron uh, with the nipple rings is in the YouTube chat. So if you guys want to talk with somebody with nipple rings. And nobody's really interacting with her. So, you know, this is your chance to walk over and... Say, hey, how are you doing? How are the rings? Uh, <laughs> you have definitely told the Tracy Chapman story before. Aaron with the nipple rings. All right, well, I don't remember it. Anyway, the name, the name of the album, if you're oh, interested, is New Beginning. New Beginning. And I said it really didn't do much, but it. Uh, she won a Grammy for one of the songs, and it peaked at number four on the charts. Oh, yeah. so. And even if I you guess told other the people story, liked it, too. So what? <clears throat> We've been on for 20 <clears throat> years. I don't remember. We haven't got that many stories. I know, We've right? We've got a few. We've got... You know, a, a bucket full or so, but the buckets run dry right. after one. I'm a married father of two young boys. I don't have a whole lot left to tell you about. We're not going on the Kings of Comedy tour. We're not, like, mm-hmm. going to Vegas and, like, going to strip clubs. Like, I, I go to bed at 8. Is that right? You're at, like, 4.30. stayed up till 10.30 last night, and I felt like I was at an orgy. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like, what, what do people do this late? God, there's nothing. Nothing good happens after 6.30. And I don't know why I would tell that story unless we brought up Tracy Chapman. And how often is Tracy Chapman brought up on the show? Now, how often do we bring her up? Not, not very often. Usually with Gabe. The Caleb Williams story's from July, and it's just resurfacing now because he played poorly last week, and that's from a reluctant cuck. Okay. Yeah, Mike Forio published that on July 25th. Huh. Yeah, my birthday. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Did you use I feel like that? Like when you bring that back, we don't hear the open uh, enough. Nice. Were you ever at Hito over your birthday week? Oh, and, and no. use that as leverage? No, I tried once in April. I said it was my birthday. How does it go? Trying try and get some oral. Put that off. I mean, you can't get the 500 without trying, without throwing a couple. Yeah, you got to put pucks on net, Doug. I mean, some will sneak through. Against the Coyotes in particular, probably. Vicky went so far. Uh, Vicky. Vicky, my Vicky. Friend. Vicky Lawrence, remember uh-huh. her? Yes, I do. She's my she friend from England. Um, there's a woman down there, Diane, and her husband from Texas. That had She had the most awesome body ever. And we were friends. Than three days. We're sure you were. We were friends because yeah. she went down to the same... Time we did every year in December, but great I said, bodies stick together. I said, God, I just 
let's pretend it's my birthday and see if I can't get something from her. They went to the fact they made a cake and brought it down to dinner and we're all sitting there. And Didn't you feel bad? Nothing happened. No. Not to mention her hot body that looks hot in a bikini. You didn't feel bad lying to these people and then to see what they did? No, everybody knew it wasn't my happy. birthday except for Diane. We didn't tell, let her in because that's who I was trying to get. Oh, what an orgy. And she was all over me at the pool this April. Morning, Iggy. Does oral count as part of your 500? Thanks. That's from Cuckleberry Finn. Nope. All either anal or standard. Yeah. <laughs> so penetration is the key. Yeah, uh, Heavy sex involved. I feel so uncomfortable. That's from Babe Truth. Yeah. Good Lord, the old Macy's clearance rack will turn anything and everything into a story. That's from Painter Guy. I didn't turn it into a story. It was a story. Mm-hmm. What about that? You run into a porpoise while you were down there. Yeah, did you see that off the coast of Hito? <laughs> You're the porpoise. I have never seen a dolphin other than... Is that right? Really? Whatever that place was in Orlando, we went to... Um, SeaWorld. I don't think it's SeaWorld. It was another thing. I got the pet one. I've never seen one in the wild. Really? I've seen a whale in the Dominican Republic, but I've never seen a dolphin. When we were in Jamaica, we saw a dolphin. I was about to say, I thought we saw a dolphin. We did. Oh, that thing, they were caged. That doesn't count. Well, they were like in a little... Yeah, they were in a pen. Well, how often do people see wild dolphins? I see them a lot. I, I've seen them like when I'm like at the beach and they like... Jump up! I've never been like up close with one. Well, no, yeah, no. that's what I'm talking I'm about. Where you can that. see the fins, right. and then you yeah, go, yeah, "Oh yeah. God, there's a fin!" But then it goes down, and then it pops up, and they go, "Oh, Doug, that's a dolphin. It's, a it's not a fish. shark. It's a friendly fish. It's friendly fish." Right. Uh, Mentality is a friendly place too, and it's a uh, local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Uh, it doesn't matter what age you are, low testosterone can be an issue with any guy. Even if you've tried testosterone before, not everyone understands the blood chemistry in men's bodies. Mentality can help. The normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at. Come get checked with Mentality. They're online at lowtusa.com. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restores the ability to perform normally at all levels. It's Mentality. Lowtusa.com. I have been tested out there. Super easy, super friendly. In and out in 20 minutes. A lot of TMA listeners have gone out there. It's mentalitylowtusa.com. Jackson, do you know anything about Mark Hanna? I do know some about Mark yes. Hanna. He's with Evergreen Wealth Strategies. He's a life Sherpa. He's chock full of wisdom on top of being chock full of financial uh, knowledge. knowledge. You know, I get on the phone with him. I, I'm looking, I probably have a call with him either next week or the week after. Just talk it over. Really looking forward to it because I love talking with Mark Hanna. You hear him on the airwaves here. But if you get on the phone with him and start working with him, you're going to see that this guy really is special. He really is a great communicator. Someone, exactly the kind of person you want in your corner when it comes to your planning out your financial future because it's so important and you need to work with somebody. I suggest working with Mark Hanna. I work with Mark Hanna. You should work with Mark Hanna. Yeah, 314-889-0503. That's the phone number. Or you can go online at Evergreen S. T-L.com. That's Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. So here we go. Uh, Doug, we are, what is it, three weeks away from trivia night at St. Gabriel's? Three weeks from Saturday. Three weeks from Scott Saturday. Bowl is four weeks from Saturday. And there you go. That's one week after trivia. There you go, Doug. Okay. Now you understand. Uh, it's November 11th at St. Gabriel's. You go to TMASTL.com to book your table, or you can book two. Book three, four, five, six, seven, eight. As far as spots, you don't have to book a whole table. 
$45 is the cost, and you're going to get all your salt and smoke and all your AB products all night long for $45. Mm -hmm. You might be like, I hate the show, but I like the idea of all my barbecue and all my beer for $45. That stands to reason. Uh, This year's trivia will be general sports, entertainment, and St. Louis knowledge. Doors open at 630 on Saturday, November 11th at St. Gabriel. And the trivia gets underway at 7 p.m. You can purchase single tickets, a table of eight, or anything in between. Tickets include food from Salt and Smoke and Beer from Anheuser-Busch. But feel free to bring your own food and drink as well. A portion of the proceeds from the night will go to St. Gabriel's. Go and register right now. TMASTL.com. That's TMASTL.com. And while you're there, think about it. Okay. And you can sign up to be the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month while well, you're Well, you there. sure could. Welcome to a brighter side of tequila with Milagro. I mean, we're more than halfway through the month now. Who is anybody standing out to you? Chris Rabia, well, a great yeah, audio postcard. Rabia, I would say, is a front runner. We could almost play that one again. It was so good. JV Golf Coach has been putting that together a really good year. Has he won year. before? Uh-uh. He's come close. I would say he was probably the leader in the clubhouse until Clucky the Dwarf came in with that song. Yeah, that was a nice song. You know, so, like, he's been close. Where is he in the uh, standings for the email of the month? He's second in the email of the month standings. Someone to consider, I would say. What school is a JV golf coach a JV golf coach at? I don't know. For MICDS? I don't know if we're going to dox him like that. We'll say MICDS. Oh, very private. Uh, Jonathan Mardukas is not happy with me for saying I see dolphins all the time. Where does Tim see dolphins all the time? River to Pear? Mm. There's a lot in St. Louis. Yeah, they have some in there. You think so? A couple got away. (laughs) What would you do if you saw a dolphin in River to Pear? Alarming. (laughs) It depends what you mean by sea. Like, I'm I'm sure, (laughs) you know, in Bermuda. In Bermuda Bermuda out fishing. Ken Starr and William Jefferson Clinton. (laughs) You know, in Bermuda out fishing, you know, we're fishing for Wahoo, and I'm sure I saw some dolphins out there. I'm talking about being in the water, snorkeling or scuba diving, and some come up to you, and you kind of, like, play with them. Like an episode of Flipper. Well, they're, they're playful yeah, animals if you're out they're there. They're randy is what they are. Those are right? Yeah, they, oh, can, yeah. they can really be yeah, they'll nasty go, animals. They'll go, they'll go after your holes. They yeah. will? With yeah. what? Their beak. Oh, their oh. bottle nose? Bottle nose. They'll try to shove it up there. Is that oh. right? Oh, yeah, imagine getting beaked. They're sexual Ooh. animals. But I've never swam with one or been in the water with one swimming by. It's been in a boat or something. But but to be able to touch one was kind of cool. I just fed him a fish, and they got to pet him on the head. Yeah. Uh, lipstick glass breaking news. Doc, this is a girl. I think you accidentally gave the Lister of the Month to me instead of the JV golf coach. It's lipstick glass. Hmm. There's no accident. You earned it, lipstick glass. What'd she do to earn it? Uh, she... Was a female? No, oh, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Texted in once. Yeah, but she earned it. Shout out the lipstick oh, glass. Boy, it's a girl. Doug, my understanding is the lipstick glass is a straight arrow, a married mother, and I get the sense that sometimes if somebody's a female, we may objectify her. I get the sense. Uh, I don't recognize that, really. We get freaked out. Straight shooters. And the sure. listeners get horny, and then we don't know what yeah. to do, so we just hand them prizes. Uh-huh. Right. So we just open a prize closet and grab some t shirts and a Fox robot, and <laughs> here you go. Obviously, Tim is right. We have several dolphins in the current near Lansdowne. That's from the River mm. to Pair Yacht Captain, so yeah. he sees them as well. Okay. <laughs> I'm just concerned that it's come up that we may have to worry about getting a bottlenose dolphin snoot in our crack. Clip that off. 
I had no idea they would do that. Mm. I've oh, never yeah. swum with a dolphin either. They can get real nasty. <sighs> How do you know this? Stories. Yeah, people talk about it all the time. There's Who a video. talks about it all the time? There's a video of this dolphin, like, straddling. Or this, it's, it's messed straddling. up. Straddling? Well, I, that's the wrong word because they don't really have legs. But um, kind of mounting a person. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, dolphins are, they can get, they can get they're also extremely intelligent. Yeah, how'd they get so darn smart? Evolution. They swim in school. No. I know, but what is there down there to make them smarter? Oh. You think right. ocean animals, like, look down on the uh, the land breathers? They have no idea we're even there. Maybe. I don't know. Shut up, pal. Oh. What did I say? What are you, a marine biologist? They are curious and gentle animals. They probably saw your pale ass and thought it was some sort of predator and sodomized you with their nose. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. Gosh. You know, I thought the Warson Woods Wacko and I were in good terms, but... Not anymore. It's know, over now. It's just unfortunate is what it is. Um, Didn't you ball strike with him? I did. I thought we had a Yeah, one. that's right. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> Lost a lot of money. <laughs> I just... forgot all of I blacked that out, too. Yeah. It's like 2020. I blocked it out. And I lost no, money. I, look at look up dolphins being horny, and you're gonna get a lot. There's I'm gonna, gonna be a lot there. The yeah, it's been happening. There's, there's I have a review on there. Friday. <clears throat> Peter Griffin got kicked out of the park for trying to use the blowhole. Well, different. But the um, either way, like you can look at that. I'm sure that for the most part they are gentle, but there are instances of dolphins acting erratically. Probably like all animals. If I've seen them hump humans before. Yeah, if Put they're horny, off. if they're horny, and there's a human out there that is. I think maybe they can get something. I'm just curious as to how they get smarter. I mean, we've got all kinds of things on Earth where our technology needs to be advanced and we kind of become smarter that way. But what's what's different in the ocean now than 10,000 years ago? They don't eat, you know, high, what is it, corn syrup and all this high other stuff? High fructose corn yeah, syrup. Yeah. So what's that catch? It's the doing? dumbing down of society. And so that's why, like, they eat fresh fish every day. And it just makes them stronger? Yeah. By eating fish. Stronger and smarter. It's just instinct. It's, you know, how does a hummingbird know when when to leave St. Louis to fly to Mexico? Doug? <laughs> they don't know. Hey, it's, hey, it's October, John. Let's go. We got but they don't flight. get smarter. Well, that's kind of smart to know what, what to, when to leave. They know what time of day it is, and it's getting darker early. That's when they know it's time to leave, so they must have a sense of time. Yeah, but you can't teach them tricks. They don't jump onto the side of a pool well, and balance a ball with their nose. Well, no, speak it's upon a, command. It's a hummingbird. But there are people that have trained him. There's a guy, there's a video out there where, I think it's in England, the guy opens his window every morning and just holds up a, a little puddle of uh, food in his hand, and the hummingbird flies in and sits on his fingers and eats the thing. And then it flies away. You have, you have to teach that to do that every day. So they are, animals can be taught. Well, I understand they can be taught. But it's just the instinct of a dolphin. If you see somebody wailing, flailing in the water, it's his instinct. I think this person's drowning. I'm going to get him on top of me and push him to the shore. See, Doug? They've done that before. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's I, I they don't do. understand how that ever evolved. We evolved in this program because of Michelob Boultry. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates. Studio sponsor on TMA. It's Michelob Ultra. 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates, and the, and the weather is glorious. You want to get out there and ball strike and do it with a Michelob Ultra. With the weather being glorious, you still have time to get that furnace tuned up. 
with Seth Goldcamp and Design Air Heating and Cooling. Online at designairservice.com. Send your emails in the morning after at insidestl.com. Doug, we're running good with this forecast. That's all I can tell you. See, I have 74 today. How do you do? It's ball striking season. I mean, let's let's take a peek to next week. Next Thursday, high of 76. Mm-hmm. Next Friday, high of 69. And by that time, Jack, we're approaching November. Yeah, almost Halloween. How do you do? Yeah. Well, I do fine. And but four this... more months of winter after that. And then it's over. And then the sundresses come out. I'm telling you, this global warming is the greatest thing that's ever happened. Could be good for St. Louis real estate. Buy yeah. it up. Yeah. Sell your Florida real estate now. Live Buy here. up. Yeah. We don't have the hurricanes. Yeah. Well, global warming has nothing to do with temperature. Think about that. <laughs> oh, that damn, that take just went <laughs> viral. What would it have to do with then? It has to do with the ocean temperature. It has nothing temperature. to do with Temperature. You just said temperature. Yeah, ocean temperature. Not, yeah. Which uh, are, it's it, going to be 76 next week. I love this global warming. It has nothing to do with the temperature of the air. It has to do with the oceans. The if ocean the oceans get warmer, it'll start melting the ice caps. That's what... I love the poorly educated. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. I'm kidding. It's a good drop, though. Well, people say that all the time. Now it's December 62, global warming. Yeah, global warming. That's why it's 62 today. It has nothing to do with it. Oh, Second read a book a day. Keeps the doctor away. People wouldn't even be concerned about it if, it, if the temperatures weren't warmer. Well, those are the people that, that are concerned for no reason. It has nothing to do with the temperature. It has to do with the ocean temperature. But that's temperature. It has nothing to do with the air temperature. It's yeah. not why it's, 60, it's going to be 74 today. It has nothing to do with the air temperature? It has to do with the ocean temperature. We don't have an ocean around here. The definition from the U.N. is climate change refers to long-term shifts in temperatures and weather patterns. Yeah. In the ocean. That's just a dumbass question. Here, too. I'm a grown-ass man. Don't be calling up here giving me acronyms. (laughs) (laughs) Design Air is online at designairservice.com, and then Seth shows up, and he checks that furnace, and oh, now you're ready for the cold weather months. In St. Louis. Design Air, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show. New QFTA is up. What was the title of yesterday's? Confessions of an Economic Podcast, man. Oh, nice. Doug, are you familiar with the book on the JFK assassination? What was the title of that book that the, the person emailed in? Confessions of an Economic Hitman. Confessions of an Economic no. Hitman. Uh-uh. It intrigues me, and, and this person listened to the previous podcast and assumed I had read that book. And I hadn't, and so I'm... And was it John Parker? Is that John Parker who wrote it? Either way, I haven't read it, but uh, it intrigued me in Jackson, and so maybe I'll read it. Hell, I don't know. Anyway, that's why it's titled Confessions of an Economic Podcast Man? Yep. No erotic stories, no lesbianism, no guys yeah. touching me on the small of my back before I go and oh. receive oral from their girlfriends. None and, of that. Is this guy shining new light on the Kennedy assassination? I haven't read the books. So I don't know. Maybe some of the listeners have. Our an, listeners are well-read. An economic hitman? Yeah. So he's a hitman for money. Aren't they all economic hitmen? Maybe uh, that it was to change the, the economics of the United States. They needed to get Kennedy out of office. That's my theory. I haven't read the book, so I don't know. Kind of like the Cardinals. You know, they play for the fans, not the money. Obviously, yeah. some hitmen just play for the fun. They just play for the murder. <laughs> they just play for the, simply for the murder. <laughs> I thought it was Sam Giancana. He was upset that they got him elected, and uh, then he went back on all of his promises. 
<laughs> Today on Renter's Roundtable, we tackle how to organize the one drawer you have, and then we'll dive into global warming causes and their long-term effects. That's today on the Renter's Roundtable. Doug, that's from Arbor Day. This is why I think Renter's Roundtable is that thing. We just take topics that we know nothing about. I love doing that. Hand me some money and I'll do that. That's essentially radio and podcasting, though, if we were to really get into the weeds. Right, but we're The people in the know aren't doing the interviews going, hey, this is what's really going on. That was the whole business model of Pepper and Genie. There was no business at all with Pepper and Genie. It was just blabber. That was for the love of the game. All blabber, no business. Well, we tried. Oh, no. What about the how to stay cool in the summer? We haven't even gotten to how to stay... Warm in the winter. Wow, people love this economic hitman book. Bunch of people texting in about it. Yeah, hell, maybe I gotta read it. It's been it's been out for a while. Uh, you don't know anything about it? You never heard it? I don't know. No. I never heard of it. Well, I've you know I've heard all the theories. Right. Kennedy was gonna get the U.S. out of Vietnam, and the military-industrial complex didn't want that to happen. I've heard that. I. What about did they mention Joe Pesci and Kevin Bacon and Tommy Lee Jones and one guy dipped in gold and one dressed up as a. A lady, uh, yeah. in, was that a French lady? Uh, the the or Warren a... Commission touched on all that. That Joe Pesci was dipping gold? <laughs> yeah, they saw it coming. It was an appendix. Sometimes when the zoo loses, I act like Joe Pesci and JFK. I just start screaming and running around, and then I nipple twist Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. You did that? Yep. I, I went it on the record that I worry about Jackson if Missouri loses to South Carolina. I would say that's a... It's a solid stance. What would you do? What might you do if it, they suffered a horrendous defeat? I'd just be so down. You might need a little pick-me-up, and no. you might search for some relief at the at the, bo- at the bottom of a vodka bottle. No, not really much of a binge drinker. Let's get a couple of drinks and go find some strange. Nice counsel. Yeah, it's not a bad play, but I just yeah, I would be despondent. Where will you find this strange? Filoni's. Oh. Well, I'll be in Colombia on Saturday. Oh. It's a long drive to Filoni's. Where will the best ass be in Colombia for homecoming 2023? My house. Wow, look at this guy. My Can't house. That's the name of the bar. Oh. You going to oh, Yeah, that probably say, sounded wow. out of context. That probably <laughs> sounded like, wow. like I really mm-hmm. was flexing. No, the bar is called My House. My, uh, yeah, it's shoulder to shoulder people. They just redid it, actually. It looks really I would cool. imagine yeah. their sapphic play. Yeah. There is. Mm-hmm. Isn't a cover charge like twenty bucks to get in there? Yeah, homecoming. I bet cover charge is gonna be crazy. There was times where. Are there a lot of forty-seven-year-old fathers? Actually, yes. Really? Yes. On homecoming, claiming they're there to see their son or daughter. Yeah. And they're there to stare for ass. They often buy bottles. Well, bottle Mon's, service season. Greg Bond's girlfriend served bottle service there for a while. Was making thousand dollars a all night. All I know about this is the ladies love that Greg Vaughn. That's all I know. Oh, well. They loved his girlfriend, too, because she was making a thousand The ladies loved his girlfriend? Oh, this well, great everybody, running everybody like Phil did. Ivy. Everybody did give her that kind of money. When you see, I don't know how many people they can pack into a place like that. It's got to be 500 or so, right? More. Maybe more than that? Yeah, they have a, at, it's called the My House Attic as well. Like Ooh, what goes on there, Bill? It's all private sections. and uh, Private Citizen Pete? Oh. <laughs> he won't be in attendance, unfortunately. Oh. But, um... Yeah, they have like a, it's like all private sections up there. It's cool. It was great when we were in college. But I don't know if I, I mean, if the cover charge is 50 bucks to get in, I'm not going. Yeah, but everybody goes and they drop the, even if it's just a $20 cover charge, and then they, everybody seems to spend 30 or $40 minimum, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Tim, every time I go to Como, I am dragged to my house and it never disappoints. That's from the Orson Woods Wacko. 
Yeah, that's the. I mean, you're gonna see solid action at Harpo's and Fieldhouse. And but so let me ask you about this lesbianism you talk about. <laughs> like all of a sudden they just start making out and going like heavy bedding or what happens? It's a lot of dancing on one another. All oh, the grinding. <laughs> Doug like Sharon Stone in Basic Instinct and her girlfriend Rocky. <laughs> and then things kind of you know sometimes evolve from that. Like like what? Well, yeah, they might start making out with each other. God. And then, uh... I still have eight hours left. Yeah, I think now is the time. To the, go back and knock that out? Fall 24. Oh, God, that's the worst idea ever. It's one of the worst <laughs> I'm ideas. sure my wife would love it. I'm sorry, I'm <sighs> going to be away. Go back and join a fraternity again. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go back to Sigma uh -huh. Chi. I'll restart it. Yeah. Like, uh, you Vince the best Vaughn, numbers in the house. Will Ferrell. Mm -hmm. Take one class Luke so you Wilson. can extend this to, like, yeah, three exactly. years. How do you think they'd treat you? Some guy... Old enough to be their father came in. <laughs> I guess I am old enough uh, to be their it's father. It's been a movie, right? Was that Will Ferrell? Old school. Old yeah. school. Yeah, but they were in a different, like... And Luke Wilson slept with Alicia Cuthbert. Am I correct on that? I don't know I who so. he slept I could see Tim being Luke Wilson's character after a few drinks and an old flame from Columbia. Well, I mean, she'd I literally be old. <laughs> I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, I moved to Colorado. The Windy City. <laughs> What the hell just happened? That's what he, that's what he answered when she goes, I think I he moved. said Sunshine State. Oh, yeah. Oh. I moved to Colorado. Oh, the Sunshine State. <laughs> I laugh every time I hear that. <laughs> Doug, girls are yucky. I grind on men. That's from the total package. There's opportunity for that, too. Burke, remember my 21st at my house on homecoming? Packed in there like sardines. Yeah, that was That's fun. from Sweet Sweet Kai. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Doug, do you remember indoor, his 21st? Indoor and outdoor section there. Yeah, the outdoor. I don't know if that'll be open. It depends on the weather always. But yeah, yeah. my a, house is cool. Can a frat house have a party and just charge um, cover charge to get in? I'm yeah, not, but the rules are weird on that. They, I don't think they can have much alcohol anymore. It's Yeah, it's the rules have gotten real difficult Stupid. for that. Yeah. If you're going to quote the movie, maybe get the quote right. That's from The Reluctant oh, Cock. Gosh. Wow, that sucked. That's from Brian Henschen. Iggy cannot be real. That's from Tracy Woodson. Can we just talk about you and your album? Mm. I didn't mind it. I'm living in Colorado. Oh, uh, yes. The Windy City. I didn't mind it. Well, the, the fact of the matter was the wrong uh, yes. saying for the state. Yeah. So, Tim, yeah. you should go back to Como and teach a class on swingers and stock tips. That's from the Swing Haven board member. I bet you could get people to sign up for a class on swinging. So. Sure. Oh, for sure, sure. Today's college atmosphere, yeah, it would be the most popular But is class. polyamory and swinging really popular at the age of 22 and 23? No, but just to be able Threesomes to... Threesomes and foursomes, maybe, but I don't know about, like, relationships that are open. I feel like that happens later. Most kids aren't looking to learn. They're looking for an easy class to no. get three hours of an A. Well, maybe if I teach a class, I can get my full eight hours, and then I can say, I'm a graduate of college. Yeah, yeah they probably tenure by then. Tenure you by then. Nice, I'll get tenure. Okay. Wow, that was five years ago already. Depressing. That's from Sweet Sweet Kai. Yeah, brutal. You get Snapchat memories from that stuff, and it's like five years ago? Oh, what, what was it? My boy's <laughs> 21st birthday. Oh. Uh, Sweet Sweet Kai. Blackout. And isn't he getting uh, pounded by... Uh, recovering alcoholic this weekend? Uh, probably, yeah. Probably some Old Bay seasoning up in that hole. Oh! Well, what in the world did you just say? When in Rome. Old Bay seasoning? <laughs> you ever had some Old Bay on your crabs? Bay no. Rich. What? You never had Old Bay seasoning? Uh, old no. Bay is legit. Yeah, you've had it before because a lot of times when I bring you in fish, 
I would use Old Bay seasoning. Yeah. There you go, Doug. You've had it. Really popular in the Baltimore. I'm sure it's from Baltimore. So, Domino sugar. All yeah, but stuff. recovering alcoholics oh. going to Baltimore this weekend. I know. I know. I told Kai be on the lookout. And he wants to gape him, man. Yeah, but he's mm. all bark, no bite. Mm. He won't gape a soul. Bring us back some crabs. <laughs> That'll be easy to do. In and out burger. No, Just bring fine. a big bag full of crabs and it's sitting out for three or four days. Why alive, preferably. Mm. Uh, Doug, uh, it's uh, time for the big reveal. Uh, the news is out. This show has it. The top ten restaurants in St. Louis with the best fries. Oh, it gosh. has. What's wrong? Fry, how many? Do they change? Restaurants don't change their fries. I don't get why there's a new. Doesn't list. matter. We have it. Who did it? And it will be revealed. I can't. I'm not. Well, you think I'm going to get better at teasing? I can't get better at teasing. You're either born a teaser or you're not. Mm-hmm. And I ain't got it. Yeah. But you're going to find out what that what's on that list. The restaurants or fast food? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give any hints away. I'm getting better okay. at teasing. This Gosh. is on my resume reel. All right. Is Biff on the phone? Anybody on the phone? Bunch of no, ladies. Lipstick I haven't looked at that phone in years. No. <laughs> phone bank is dry. We're not going to know. Uh, this is TMA from the Michelob Ultra Studios.